I'm so bored with Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Hello, welcome to Reclaim the Audio. I'm your host, Laura Kampf. I'm here with Phil and Tim, and that's it. Nobody else. Hey, Laura, how are you doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm fine. Thank you so much for joining us. This is really an amazing opportunity to speak with you. Yeah. How, how, do, I, how do I get worldwide dissing? <laughs> I'd be dissed on all I'm getting, around the I'm world. getting some noise here in my... Oh, well, we can take care of that. It's funny, she's, I get that every week. Right in. She's, just, so she's gonna fit right in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. I don't know Hi, Bill. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm very fine. Oh, you know what? I wanted to tell... I wanted to... Okay, everybody just be quiet. Listen closely. I want to say thank you to Lucy, Laura's family, yeah. Laura's friends, and Laura's fans for sharing her with us. Laura is up at 1 a.m. in the morning recording, and I... I wouldn't do that, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Laura Comp. That's how and, that's how desperate I am to be with you guys. So, <laughs> wow, that's a really nice compliment. So, thank you. Yes. Thank, thank uh, you, guys. Yeah, we've been we've been trying to get you on here for a few weeks now, and we're glad that we've we're finally able to make that happen. Unfortunately, it's at your inconvenience, but um, we've only wasted twenty minutes of your time so far. So now we'll <laughs> we'll get into it. Okay, let's move and groove here. Yeah. So this is episode 51 for October 26, 2016. This week's top Patreon supporters are Luis Gonzalez, Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather Jimmy DiResta. <laughs> wow, that was cool, Tim. Very that good. warm up, you know. <laughs> nice. Uh, Trust in Timber, Sean Petty, and Scott Turner. So let's go around. What is on everybody's bench? Why don't you go first as the guest of honor here, Laura? Uh, today I finished two videos for the Snapchat thing I'm doing. I'm doing these 10-second videos for a Snapchat Discover channel called Brother. And yeah, to do a 10-second video is uh, extremely different from what I'm doing on my YouTube channel. It, but takes, like 20, it takes, takes like 20 seconds to get one of those done. Yeah, right? exactly. It's super fast. So <laughs> that's why I like to do them. No, it's actually a lot of fun because it's extremely different. And also the audience is different. They're not makers. They are, um, I think it's 16 to 26 or something. Uh, no tools. So I try to do limited tool stuff. Um, yeah, so I did two of those. I built a mudguard from an old skateboard. And um, I saw that. Oh, I saw that on Oh, Instagram. yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It came out mm. really nice. I was super surprised because it has this little, I don't know, is it the nose or how you call the skateboard ending thing? Yeah. Nose or tail. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, yeah. A, that's like a super cool shape. I was, um, yeah. I was surprised and I researched it afterwards and I haven't seen it, um, but I didn't do too much research on it, to be honest. But I haven't seen it um, on a quick Google search. So I'm surprised that... Um, that I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen a lot of stuff made out of skateboards, but I've never seen that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen even guitars and stuff made yeah, out of Yeah, I saw some guitars a, as well. They're yeah. pretty beautiful. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're reaching a target audience of 16 to 24? Yeah, something like that. Um, it could be 18 wow, to 26. I mean, I'm, I'm not super sure. Yeah. That, but still, that's, that's like the target audience to have for anybody. Anybody would love to have that. I mean, to get that younger audience is, is awesome. Um, well, yeah, that's the audience that that uh, Snapchat channel has. Um, so I'm producing yeah. videos for them, and that's, that's the audience that they have. Um, and it's a crazy format because I make these videos, and they only last 24 hours, and then they're gone. That's it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's completely different from, from YouTube. But I like it. Yeah. Do you get to use them anywhere else? Uh, no, it's I sell them. They're completely theirs. They, I think they, I, I don't know, they might reuse them some other time. But for now, they're just on there for 24 hours. Snapchat cool. is a lot like uh, when you get older. I can remember things for about 24 <laughs> hours. It's gone. <laughs> Are you guys on Snapchat? Because I'm not, like personally, I'm not, I'm not active there. Uh, like I'm on there, but okay. I'm not on there. I I have a, I have kids, so <laughs> I'm on there with that. And I was I was gonna start doing some of that, and then Instagram changed to where they do the stories on Instagram, and I already have like that built up a little. Yeah. so I just do that. Now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Also, I don't like the unedited and unfiltered content thing. 
Um, like when you start a story in the morning and you're not entirely sure what's happening, I don't like this, that you, that you don't have control, um, that you can't go back and, you know, and it. yeah, and change the story. Like, oh, something else came up. This is really what the story is about. So, you know what, what I'm trying to say? It's, I don't, I don't like that, that it's yeah. so, um, strict. Very yeah. Rigid. yeah. You know, I kind of agree with you, but then at the same time, I sort of almost like that about it because my life is that sporadic and, and and disjointed sometimes and i think it's kind of neat to like if you go back and look at your story then you're like holy crap how did i go from that to that (laughs) it doesn't even make sense to me and i'm living it so i kind of almost enjoy Mm, that that's a good point but uh, but because it is a it's a different it's not Mm. youtube you know it's a different thing but uh that's just me you know i mean i I completely understand what you're saying that uh you know someone that that actually like has a directive or a mission is my i don't really have one i just sort of do things (laughs) He's special. <laughs> Bill, you had a, a knowing smirk on your face there. Is there something awesome that you're working on? How's your um how's your sea glass table going? <laughs> it's it's coming along. I get I get to put um uh twenty minutes to an hour most days after work, so it's moving right along. I'm still working on it. But yeah, it'll it'll, it'll be um it'll be magnif 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 badass <laughs> when I get it done. <laughs> That'd be super cool. Hey, you know, real quick, I wanted to say that um, um, our buddy Scott Turner, uh, when we gave him a shout out, uh, he had less than 500 subs. He's now over 1,200 subscribers. Oh, wow. Wow. And I, I think that's pretty awesome. And I noticed that um, Laura Kampf, you guys may have heard of her, she's at just under 50,000. That's true. And I think <laughs> that if if people, I, I'm sure everybody that listens to our podcast would certainly subscribe to Laura. They already do. But if you're not, subscribe to Laura, and if you already are subscribed to Laura, get one of her videos and share it with everybody you know, and let's push Laura over 50,000. Yes. If, if Reclaimed Audio could be responsible for that, how cool would that be? That'd be awesome. I get like, I get like two brownie points and a, another Perrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, 50,000, that's crazy. That's, uh, yeah. That's I remember uh, when I, because I think I started my first video in November or something. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I think it was November. And then, uh, on new year's Eve, I told Lucy like, Oh man, I don't want to be, you know, too expecting too much, but it would be so cool if I could reach like 5,000 subs this year. And this is like, it, it went all so quick. So this is really, yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Like I would, it was, yeah, it's very cool. I saw your first video because of, um, Christiana. Uh, oh, yeah. I watched, she, she gave you a big shout out and I'm like, Oh, okay. Check it out. And I was hooked from the very first video that you did. So, yeah, I talked to her a lot before I made the first video. I reached out to her because I saw her stuff and I thought, man, this is so right. This is so good. Um, so I don't know. We wrote a lot of emails and she really encouraged me to do it. So it's, it's partly her fault. <laughs> yeah. well, Chris, if you're listening, I'm going to be reaching out to you soon. We need to get you on our podcast. I, I think yeah. I will meet her um, next week. I think really in Paris. Yes, okay, her Laura, and... it's now your responsibility to make sure she commits to coming on our podcast. Oh, she will. She will. No doubt about it. That's awesome. awesome. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. What are you working on, Tim? Um, what am I working on? I I had done the the t-shirts. Uh, and I did like a pre-order thing. And so I just started making those. I was going to go out soon for everybody that ordered a t-shirt. Thank you. And I made a few extras when I was at it. So there's going to be, once I'm done printing them all and shipping out the ones that are ordered, I'm going to just put up what I have left for sale in my store. Uh, I put up a video last week that I wanted to talk about real quick. It was a, a customer of mine had asked me to make these bracelets. Um, well, she asked me to do something with these shoes that belong to her, her brother who, who had passed. And, um, and when I was doing it and I got her permission before posting this and, and all, but, um, I, you know, with the, the way I set up the video and the wording and I, she was very cool and open about it, but I, I kind of wanted to see, cause now my, according to my analytics on YouTube, people only watch my videos for about three minutes and 16 seconds. So that's like my average, like viewer duration. So I waited until four minutes in to explain what was happening to see how many thumbs down I could get on a, a, a kind of a, you know, a beautiful thing. <laughs> and, uh, and it's been interesting watching the, uh, the, the progress on that and seeing how many people actually don't watch it at the end to go, this guy's just making crappy bracelets out of crappy shoes, thumbs down. Cause they don't get to that point where there's like this really special meaning behind it. And, uh, I don't know why I 
do sociological experiments like this, but it was been amusing to me. <laughs> but then the other thing I have to mention real quick is that just this week, I have joined the 21st century thanks to Rockler, and I have a CNC machine in my shop now. No cool. way. Yes. They, they sent me the Piranha, the small one. That is upgradable to actually have a – eventually you could upgrade it to a 3D printer as well as a laser engraver. Wow. Um, I need to write that down. I need to check out that machine. It's cool. It's only a 12 by 13 bed or the surface area that you can work. So it's it's a bench top. Um, so it's not like, oh, I have to clear four square feet of my shop. But at the same time, you can't make things that large, but whatever. But I – you know, as I'm teaching Vance uh, this world and and whatnot, I realized that I was only teaching him 19th and 20th century practices for making, and that's just like almost like unfair to do to him in this 21st century. So I realized that I need to up my game, even though I'm not super excited about taking on the learning. Uh, I need to up my game to teach him how to use this. And so I, I contacted Rockler about it, about doing a video series of a reluctant middle-aged man and an eager, bright-eyed six-year-old boy delving into the world of computer, you know, num numerical cutting or whatever it is. And and uh, they said, okay. And so there's going to be a video series coming up on that, which I'm tentatively calling Vance and Tim's Excellent CNC Adventure. But <laughs> if, if anybody has a better idea, you can email me. <laughs> and so that might be a few weeks before the first video for that comes because uh, – Today I spent four hours and I cut a V in a piece of wood, and I was proud of myself. <laughs> I have a ways to go. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get Rockler because I contacted them and I tried to get them to send me one so I could teach the bearded dragons how to use the CNC, and I haven't heard a thing. You know, I'm I surprised. I'm surprised I haven't me called too. you back. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. How about you, Phil? Uh, Bupkis. I haven't done anything. I just. Oh, uh, so I got back last night from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, where I was at the uh, the High Point Furniture Market, which is a probably like the biggest furniture show in North America um, every six months. So this was the the October show, and I got to see some pretty cool stuff. You get to really see what the mass market is doing, um, and out, out outside in the atrium, there's more adventurous stuff. So I posted a picture of a um, a walnut slab table that down the middle had a cutout where there was a metal corkscrew and then the legs were one of those folding, you know, like wine bottle openers. So like yeah, that was yeah. the body of the build. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, you check it out, but, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't make anything, but, uh, I don't know. I get, I made some connections. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. That's it. You made us miss you while you were gone. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's not true. Okay. So, <laughs> Let's um let's get on to our topic. And Can, you know, I just I'm sorry to uh I just wanted to to just say something really quick before we get into the topic, and uh, I don't want to embarrass anybody. I, I just really wanted to say oh, this. Stop it already! I'm I'm gushing already. Stop. I, <laughs> I wanted to say this to Laura while while we had her that. Um, oh. You know, it's it's and I don't think that this is your intent at all, and maybe it is, but it's it's 2016, and you know, my wife is like the she's the CEO of my house, like she's she runs everything, but she still goes to the, the mechanics, and the guy gives her the thing and says, "Well, you better go home and discuss this with your husband," you know, like I know, and and then I have an 18 year old girl who's you know going to college, and she's majoring in a male dominated field, and uh, she still has to deal with that stuff too. Now I, I understand that it's maybe not you know, the really, the way it is in real life, but in your body of work, you appeal to like appear to really navigate this male dominated world with like comfort and creativity and grace and uh, ease. And, and you're a role model. And I, I find you really inspiring in that way. And I wanted to thank you for, for doing all that work, whether you mean to be or not, you really are a role model. And I'm not telling you, you have to do anything different. I'm just saying, just keep being you and sharing you with the world because we need more use. <laughs> wow. Thanks. <laughs> so that's, that's my little cheesy bit that I wanted to say. And now <laughs> it just really, you know, Laura, I don't, Laura, I don't know about you, but I want to hug Tim right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Is that like possible with oh, this yeah. little app hug that I just downloaded? Yeah, right. yeah. No. The hug Tim app. Hashtag hug a Tim. Hug a Tim. <laughs> it's in the Play Store. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. That that means a lot. Yeah. Okay. I just I wasn't sure if you realized that or not because I think sometimes people don't realize how impactful their their work is. And I want you no, to know. No, no, I know is. Tim. You don't have to say it. I know how impactful <laughs> I am. It's full. <laughs> I get. I get the emails and the texts all the time. No worries. 
<laughs> so to build on what Tim said, um, you know, this topic this week is kind of pretty tailored to you, Laura, because you have been fairly disruptive in a very, very good way on the YouTube scene, uh, similar to sort of Christiana and, and Jocko, who, who did things more in the vein of a, of a, a movie producer, you know, so like half movie producer, half maker, whereas before... And at the very beginning of it, yes. everyone was really just a maker. You point a camera at yourself from one angle, you know, you do the fast motion thing and that's mm. it. But what you guys brought to the table and what you've brought to the table is something that is uh, cinematic and, and experiential and emotional. And it's, it's very, very different. And it's an incredible new paradigm. So uh, the topic is staying fresh. How do you stay fresh in, in, as a maker, as a YouTuber? Uh, in a field where that is becoming increasingly, increasingly uh, larger and fuller. And I don't want to say the word saturated because I don't think we're at a saturation point, but there are many, many more people doing this now. And, mm -hmm. and, and I pose that question to you and I pose it to Tim and to Bill and to myself. How do we stay fresh in a field that is growing larger? And it's not shower every day. <laughs> Well, okay, so okay. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> Back it up, guys. Good answer. What are you guys watching? No. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, I was gonna say, besides that type of fresh that Bill's pointed out, not just the video fresh, but also just what you're actually making and doing in your shop. You know, it's you know all of that, like that that sort of creative spark. And uh, you are like like Phil said, the a uh, uh, great person to start us off because I I know how I think, but I want to know how you think. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, it is a bit of what Bill is saying. I think like you have to really take care of yourself in order to stay fresh. I think that's the main that's the main thing. And I just uh, really realized that when I came back uh, from New York, um, because I was behind with my videos and I already skipped a week, a week, and that was the first time that that happened to me. And I really hated it because it was right when all these Patreon people paid me to go to New York and then I skip a video. So I didn't want to skip another video. Um, and not paid me to go to New York, but, but yeah. you know, gave me money so I can take the trip. So I was super under pressure. I put so much pressure on myself. And I, in New York, I saw all these people. It's, it was the first time that I had faces to the comments. And that was even more pressure because you you suddenly know who would be you know, disappointed if you drop the ball or whatever. I don't know. I was just freaking out. And then I had this jet lag and then I broke my machine and I started, I think, three videos and they were all sh Can I say that? Do you have to beep that? Oh, yes. yes <laughs> they were I all do. bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, oh, crap. Oh, ah. Damn it. <laughs> no, I mean, I made three videos and they were all, I couldn't, I couldn't use them. Um, and the time was ticking and the pressure was building and I was just completely freaking out about it. And I was not taking care of myself because I spent all the time in the shop, although I should have been sleeping off my jet lag and just, you know, getting back into the groove slowly and uh, processing all these impressions and, you know, things that, that happened in New York. Um, and that was a perfect example for not being fresh. <laughs> I was, um, nah, that was the... Like in this whole, or in this almost a year that I've been doing this, there was the worst week. And that was only because I didn't rest and I didn't take my time and just said, you know, yeah, stayed fresh, I guess. So this is the most important thing, just to take care of yourself. And um, I don't know, I think it's it's kind of a machine that that produces the ideas and the and the creations that you do. And there are so many gears going into it and everything has to work um how, how do you say that when they enter the mesh. The mesh yeah yeah um and if one thing is off then the whole machine suffers and it's not just having a cool idea and oh that's that's it i'm done for this week you know the video's practically done if you have the idea then the whole work starts and so you have to take care that the machine is working and Maintenance, you gotta, just like a machine, you got to do maintenance. You got to take you know, oh, yeah. self-care. Self mm -hmm. You know, it's an interesting point because I think a lot of people think, you know, like the harder I work at this, you know, sometimes the better the result, even though it's not coming to me. But the truth of the matter is creativity cannot be forced. You can't push it because then the output just won't work. As you said, it's like trying to force gears mm -hmm. that aren't meshing correctly together. You'll just break the machine. So it is important to take a step back and go 
recharge yourself and yeah you know, be inspired. I think you need to be inspired in order to be creative. And sort of, it's like, it really is a process, as you said. It's mm -hmm. very interesting. And it's, it's also super hard to be inspired under pressure. You know, that's, that's not happening. That's you know, yeah. like you can yeah. watch all the movies, listen to all the songs and visit every website. If you have so much pressure, then you, you can't even um, consider and digest the stuff that you're seeing. So you need to be in the right state of mind, I think, to, To get inspired. Sure. Yeah. What about you, Tim? Where do your ideas come from and where do you, how do you stand apart? Because your, your videos are usually very different from what's out there in the crowd. So how do you maintain that? How do you set yourself apart continuously? Well, I just, uh, when Laura was in New York, I stole her journal, her sketchbook. And so now I'm just working off of that. <laughs> Oh, this, no. this rehearsed bit went off pretty well. All right. <laughs> oh, there it is. No. <laughs> Uh, I, I have, uh, I have always been a salmon swimming upstream <laughs> like that's ever since I was a little kid, I always wanted to do as, uh, Dave Gagne from Elm city vintage says, I follow the path of most resistance and, um, which is pretty true for me. And, and I didn't even realize that, but I've always done that in every, everything I've ever undertaken. And because I've always been on this quest to, as I said, as a musician, I was looking for the 13th note. Um, and, uh, and I, I do that. So what I do is. I I see what people are doing and I say, well, I better not do that. <laughs> so I'm always looking to do something that I, I don't see being done. Sometimes I'm successful and I come up with some idea that actually, you know, I think is completely original. Like I'm still pretty sure I'm the first person to ever make a ukulele out of a bunch of compact discs. You know, like that's, I'm proud of that. It was a terrible ukulele, obviously, but, but I did it. And that's, that's kind of what I'm always trying to do is just be, To, like I want to find the thing where I'm the first, and so that's what that's what charges me up. So every time I have an idea, I uh, I think of, like not every time, but I'll, I'll often Google it to see if other people have done it, and uh, and if I've seen it done, but my idea is better, I'll proceed. And if I see it's been done a bunch of times, and I won't, and I go on. Or if I get a new material, I'll um, uh, I tend to be like someone's like, oh here here's a here's a globe. You know, what are you going to make out of this globe? And I'll say like, oh, okay, well, you know, lamp or bowl or this. Uh, and I'll go on like the t first 10 things that pop in my head, I'll cross off. And I'll say, now what am I going to make out of it? And that's how I, I find that mm -hmm. sort of unique thing. So it was a guitar amp, you know, it was, you know, it was like number 11, you know. So uh, that's, that's kind of how I do it, I guess, for better or for worse. Who's next? <laughs> I, think Bill, I think Bill's next because Bill seems to be coming up with some pretty great projects that are almost uh, material inspired. So I'm wondering if that's your methodology. Uh, partly. Um, I think a big part of what keeps me feeling fresh is always feel like I'm trying to catch up with everybody that knows so much more than me, uh, especially when it comes to technology. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, seeing how younger people are, are doing what they're doing is what keeps me fresh, I think. Um, and I consider all of you younger people, Because I'm so much older, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, everything inspires me. I mean, I look at everything. I think you know Andy Berkey's probably one of the best guys in the world for the Blaine Berkey thing because he teaches you to take a fresh look at the things that are around you that you pass mm. up. You know, stop and smell the roses, that type of deal. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what keeps me fresh is just soaking up as much visual uh input as i can and then trying to figure out how to turn my computer on <laughs> that that keeps me fresh <laughs> mm. okay all right so i guess i'll ask myself the question since uh oh, no let me ask you can I, invited let me, i want to ask you let me ask well, you I want to ask laura <laughs> so phil Go what ahead, keeps phil. you fresh what what keeps you with it i mean you are so hip you are so good looking you are so amazing i can't imagine anybody could top just being a pinsky but what keeps you fresh hmm. thank you for that very sincere uh question and introduction um <laughs> I, I always uh, go back to, to what Bob Claggett said about the difference between originality and, and more the difference between being original and being unique. And, and I don't necessarily strive to be original, but I do strive to be unique. So the projects that I do are generally born of necessity. Things as silly as, you know, lights for my shop or, you know, a, a caddy to carry screws. It's all been done before, but it hasn't been done the way that I'm doing it. 
you know, or, or my take on it is a little different. My video is going to be different on it. My opinions, my materials, what I have in hand is different. So I'm not super concerned about, you know, uh, doing something that no one has ever done before. I'm interested in just doing it my way. So, uh, so that's how I like to think that I keep it fresh and, and yeah, I mean, I'm inspired by the things that I need right now. Like I feel like I'm forever building out my shop and that it's continuously, uh, like this organism that is always shifting and moving and needs adjustment and maintenance. And, and most of my videos are in service of that certainly lately. So, um, that's what I'm inspired. I, I think I'm constantly in, in search of this perfect workspace and I keep building it out and, and I'm having a blast doing that. Like I really don't see need to do anything different. Although I will throw in there a couple of projects. Let's say my wife asked me to do like, uh, I still have to do these cubbies that she wants me to do. And I'm going to be doing some cabinets for the basement and that kind of stuff. They're not but done just, yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I did them on a plane. Uh, by the way, no one ever fly American out of Philadelphia. <laughs> the worst experience ever. Oh, but, uh, did you have to walk on the tarmac? Did you have to do that to change planes? I did have, I did have to do that. That's always um, kind of intimidating, you know? Yeah, yeah I little, work in an airport. It's well, not for, for those of well, us that don't day, work in airports, yeah. <laughs> I'm a giant ass plane flying over you. You know, listen, the, the zookeeper that f- feeds the lions is like, yeah, no big deal. But for the rest of us, you know, it's pretty intimidating. <laughs> so you're saying I'm like a lion tamer? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying you're like a lion, <laughs> you know, beast man. I love it. <laughs> so, so that makes you feed my lions. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of hungry, so I guess you're not doing your job. But yeah, um, growl. <laughs> that took a sharp left, didn't it? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that's me. And um, but let's. I want to go back to Laura's question mm-hmm. because you you sort of spoke a little bit about um, taking care of yourself. But your videos are always very very different. You know, like I want to know where you come up with the idea for some of the very unique projects that you come up with like reclaiming or reusing a skateboard to be a you know a bike mud guard or mud flap like where did that come to you from or 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 wait 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 just her latest did did you see the wire holder thing i didn't know you could number one take apart a razor blade like that and then to (laughs) use it in the way that you did is brilliant i don't know if you came up with that on your own but it was brilliant I got I to gotta add to that, you know, like a razor blade is one of those like simple things that we've all had. And, and I've, I watched you pull that off and I was like, son of a gun. Like, right? Same I thing. I'm just like, that that's what, what keeps me fresh. In the past, that's, that's what, what I'm talking ahead. about right there. That's what I love that's about what I'm YouTube. Talking about. And that's what I love about your channel in particular is that there's so many of those, just these little things like, how did she think of that? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's exactly what I like about mm. building and making. That's like, that is entertainment for me. I think that's so cool to find these little oh there are two holes in the razor blade oh they're exactly like m4 screw (laughs) size that's perfect i need to use that someday so yeah for this project um last sunday i bought these uh wire rolls on a flea market and a couple weeks before i bought a box of those razor blades and that's i just like to gather stuff if you ever make it to germany and you come to my shop you will see i have so much stuff (laughs) yeah you're welcome i have so much stuff and um it's not junk it's like really cool stuff that i collected over the years and i go to flea markets and all that and people give me all kinds of stuff like uh, a couple months ago um a grandfather of my friend died and she gave me his complete welding supply and he stocked up for years to come so i will never have to buy like sanding discs or cut off discs like the whole electrodes Mm -hmm. you know for welding it's all there in heaps so people just bring me stuff and that that inspires me so when i find these wire spools you know you want to organize them and then i thought it would be cool to cut them off and it took me some time to figure out um how you cut the wire and it still stays um you know, out, outside a little bit so you can grab it again and cut mm. it again because all the other techniques I thought about before would cut the wire so was it flush that you can't grab it again. So that was the tricky part. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I enjoy. I like to tinker around with, with that. So I guess like most of my inspirations come from the stuff that I have because I hate nothing more than 
being in the middle of a project or having an idea and the idea starts with going to the hardware store <laughs> or needing to take the car and, ah, oh, but I need this wood. Where do I get it? Now the store is closed. And then that, that totally kills it for me. So I like to have the stuff That's here. That's half <laughs> of my day is that like when I have a, because it's all problem solving, whether it's <sighs> self-imposed or a real problem, it's just like, how can I do this without leaving? How can I do this without actually even, sometimes it's even as dumb as like my hammer's yeah. over there. How can I bang that in without walking over there to get my hammer and so I take my shoe off, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whatever. <laughs> That's, That's funny. Yeah. yeah. We should yeah. do a maker challenge where a month of videos, but you, you can only use what you have already. But I would have like pretty unfair advantages yeah. with all the stuff that I <laughs> gathered. That's okay. Still inspirational others. Yeah, yeah. It'd be more challenging for some of us, but regardless, I think it would be a blast. That'd be a lot yeah, of fun. be cool. Let's do that. Well, that is the spirit okay. of reclaimed, reclaimed making. You know, yeah. I got a stash. I'd be all right. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm good for years. <laughs> <laughs> I might be good for the month. <laughs> I'm running yeah. out of that salvaged plywood that I got. I have a little bit of cedar that I found, like cedar decking and stuff like that. I got some cool stuff. I could do something. All right. Okay, cool, let's cool. talk after. Cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, and also what I what I found is that um, when you like right now, I like to build bicycle stuff. And when you start or well, when I started to think about well, what can I do for bicycle, it is such a saturated thing. Like everybody does bicycle modifications. So it's extremely hard to come up with stuff that's fresh. Um, so the first couple of days, it's like, no, it's impossible. No, it's impossible. No, I've seen I've seen that before that has been done. And then the more you think about it, the better you get. And then you consider the stuff that you see around yourself um, as materials for the mm -hmm. next idea. And I think that's that's where the inspiration hits when suddenly you have like these two objects and this one rough idea and they all, you know, line up and it's perfect and you get super nervous and you need to go to the shop right now to see if it works. That's the that's the best part of making, I think. Absolutely. Especially if you don't have to go to the store and buy something for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I love, um, and I'm sure all of us do, is that, is that moment in your head where you're like, I think that could work. Mm -hmm. And then you spend a couple hours and then you prove yourself right. And yeah. it's just an amazing feeling of accomplishment. I love that. So I've how said is it before. I, I, oh, oh, go ahead, Laura. Go ahead, Laura. Now, how is it for you guys? Like once you uh, found out that it works, what, what happens then? Because for me, it's done. Like I don't... It, goes in the corner and i don't want nothing to do with it anymore it's it's i don't care for it. <laughs> so i'm interested I'll, yeah. I'll finish it until i can you know until i consider it finished mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't have to be like the whole way i don't need you know 16 coats of you know finish on mm -hmm. it but to the point where i think that it's good enough that's 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 where a proven concept will end for me yeah no, but I, I, I'm finishing mine too, but like with this object, is that yeah. like, do you cherish it or is that something that you say, oh, and next time I will improve it here and there or next time I will paint it black or next time I will make it bigger like, or is that done? Next idea? Nah, there's <laughs> never next time. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought so. <laughs> yeah. I had the I had the satellite dish chair that people that listen to this podcast know. I was talking about this darn thing for months. I was looking for these satellite dishes. I was so excited about the satellite dish chair. I don't think I even finished painting it. Like I just, once I had the shots for the video, it's just been up in the loft. Yeah, I care less about it now. But it was like four months of my life. Like I have to build this chair, you know, and problem solving all the way through. Now it's if anybody wants it, just come take it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we do make other things that repeat over and over again, like. Tim, you do the you do tables. I do those whiskey boxes and the step stools, and um, and and I've said it before. Sort of the challenge of that is is keeping myself interested when it's just sort of like the the same thing over and over again. And I've answered that in saying that you know I'll try new techniques, and for the most part, that stuff doesn't matter to whoever's buying it because ultimately, if it's a miter joiner, if it's a butt joiner, if it's a rabbit joint, it doesn't really matter. But for me, it's, it keeps it interesting. So how do you do that? Uh, just, you know, interestingly, this week, uh, one of the, the few things I've done besides try to learn the CNC machine is that I made a video a few months ago uh, of some chairs and some stools that I made for this whole kitchen suite. And uh, and I actually tagged Laura in the video because I copied your little wooden foot thing that I put in the bottom of these stools, delivered them a couple months ago. And the, the customer just called me last week and she loves it all and she wanted two more stools. 
And and I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. Can I borrow one of those stools again? Because I've already forgotten everything. Like, so I had, <laughs> I had no idea how I made them. I didn't know how tall. They were. So she actually had to bring the stool back to me so I could recreate my own work from not even two months ago. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then while I was doing it, I was like, yeah. when I made those feet, I wasn't super pleased with them. I, like, they weren't. And I realized that I overcomplicated some stuff. About it. So I, I, I did the feet differently. I was, like, much happier with them this time. And uh, so now I'm like, like when she goes to pick up the stool tomorrow, I'm almost going to be like, hey, can you bring the other two back? Because I want to make new feet for them, you know, like not even getting paid to do it, but just because I want to make them all consistent. But uh, but that's like, you know, that's kind of where nice. you were kind of a segue from what you were saying, Phil, about. That. Yeah, improvement. But now now you have to get out of the cycle of improving these stools. Otherwise, you're never going to this girl is just going to keep coming back to your shop over and over again. You're going to be like this, this temporal loop. Just make them the same and leave them be. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, you know, I, I think we use ideas that we, we learn from one project and you may not do the exact same thing. Um, but by you improving on the feet, for example, that may that may come up again in another project in a different way. But that same type of a technique, you, you'll figure that out. I know for me recent on this silly lamp I'm making. I think I said it before. I've got like a bowl that I filled up completely with glass and resin where I could have just taken an inset a piece of plexiglass two inches down to make it look like it was all the way full to the top because now yeah. it weighs like 50 pounds. And, uh, you know, but I'll remember that in the future. If I do something and I want to add depth to it, it doesn't mean you got to have, because that was my thinking. It was like, well, if I fill it up all the way from the bottom, it's going to have this depth to it. Not really. It's just... Wait. Just a whole lot of resin and a whole lot of glass. It was, but yeah, I know, yeah. So, but but I mean, that'll stick with me. I'll I will take that with me. But the odds of me making another salad bowl shaped glass filled resin lighted hall table thing out of a industrial shop light are pretty slim. I'm not going to copy that again. I'll take two, please. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, I'm actually going to try and get rid of this one. So maybe we should have a, a reclaimed audio giveaway thing. You you want to mail oh, that yeah. hundred pound piece exactly. of resin? Why not to Canada? <laughs> I want to mail local. it to Canada. <laughs> you know what the freight would be on that? It would probably be about uh, probably about three hundred bucks to put that on a skid. I thought you said you'd cover it. I I would cover it in a tarp, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should go to Germany. Just I think you should look into freight for Germany to send it to Laura's shop. Well, we're gonna have to wait till yeah, yeah. I'd say wait till next year because when Marcus comes back out to do his calendar um, shoot, I'll just give it to him. He can bring him back. To you. Put it in his overhead bag. Yeah, awesome. Overhead That's a good storage. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he was in my shop uh, oh, yeah? two weeks nice. ago, I think. Visiting. We love yeah. Marcus. We love him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he stayed at my house. Oh, speaking of which, if you are ever gonna go to the Bay Area Maker Fair. You have a place to stay, just so you know. Awesome! Oh, that's that's okay. great because that's actually the the one thing that was super expensive for New York is like the accommodation. The flight was super cheap, no. but so that that'd be great. And I'm actually planning to go there next. And it doesn't year. have to be Maker Fair. Anytime you're near San Francisco, you have a place to stay. You're absolutely welcome. Perfect. As long as you like bearded dragons, three cats, and a big ninety pound Rottweiler, <laughs> and Bill. Oh yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Me too. yeah, Bill might be there too. Just a warning. But I've had my shots, so I'm good. It's okay. Sweet. Oh man, cool. Um, is there anything that we want to talk about? Keeping it fresh, staying fresh, new ideas, creativity, where inspiration comes from. Do we have any other questions for Laura? I'd love to know. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say. I was going to ask Laura. Do you find that? Um, I know you're a big fan of Jimmy's, like we all are. Um, yeah. and for me, my, my Jimmy, I mean, I have a Jimmy too, cause Jimmy's my Jimmy, but another one of my Jimmy's is Tim. Um, but do you find that just, I mean, a lot of things that I like, or I get inspired by, I come from Tim's way for me. They just do. Everybody knows that I stalk him. It's okay. Uh, do you, do you find okay. that there's one or two it's, people in particular? Okay. It's okay. It's really okay. It's not okay. You keep saying that. It's not okay. It's really okay. You can't I just keep saying hug. that. Just wait till Boston. It's okay, doesn't make it so okay. Yeah. I have chapstick that has flavor. Wait till I see you in Boston. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, do you said it was okay. <laughs> Laura, do you do you find that you get inspiration from one or two people in particular, or I mean, as far as 
I mean, Jimmy is is king because he has all these wicked techniques that I've never seen before. So that is that is what inspires me. Um, not necessarily what he builds, but how he builds it. That's that's super cool. But also, right now, I'm not watching too many makeup videos because I think it's it's getting too much in my head. Not because the videos are not brilliant, but it's just I do this all day, every day so many hours a day <laughs> that I'm just um, super happy when I can sit back and watch a horror movie or something completely different. That's um... So yeah, if you're into horror movies, I saw It Follows again last week, and it's a great movie. <laughs> so you're basically saying that you're bored with Jimmy Duresta? <laughs> that I'm what? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, can you make that the opening opening sequence for the podcast like so that, that. everybody says, like, I'm so bored with Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> make it happen, Phil. Make it happen. <laughs> Write it down, Phil. <laughs> I will be done. I'm actually even more impressed with him after meeting him live. Yeah. He is amazing. a very, very impressive dude. He's an awesome he's guy. A, he's a presence in and of himself. He, mm -hmm. seems, he seems like he should just have a lot of space around him just for people to mm -hmm. look at him. Don't go near him, but you can't <laughs> help but walk up and want to hug him because he's got his arms wide open and he embraces yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yes, for, that's I, true. I've met him a couple times too. First time I walked into his shop, I, I go down and you, know, you have this image of how you think it's going to look from the videos and then it's, of course, totally different. You're like, oh, that's on this side. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of walking down, you're a little half confused. I walk around the corner and he just happened to be coming around the corner with like, oh, kind of like surprised each other. He goes, it's really you, he said. And he, <laughs> he said that to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, look at you or something, you know? That's just, yeah. Okay, okay. I got, I got to share. I think I already shared it, but I'm going to share it again. So, so, uh, uh, Maker Fair Bay Area, it was, uh, last year. And Jimmy, uh, we're running a little bit late. Jimmy and Bob and Dave are up on stage. They're giving a talk. And so to walk into this building where they are, there's like double doors and it happened to be right in the middle of the room. It's kind of dark in there because they're up on stage. So I swing open these doors and as, as I walk in, Jimmy's all, oh, there's Lutz. I can't see his face, but I can see his mohawk. <laughs> Everybody turned to look at me. It was the coolest thing ever in the world. I just, nice. I just yeah. <laughs> now yeah, you have one. to have a mo mohawk for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, I don't have to have one for the rest of my life, but I'm, I'm getting I'm getting ready for Boston. I'll have a little. I'll have just enough to give a little bit of a like a, a mo spike, a mo a, a sail, a smite. I, I don't know, a ridge, a mo like a ridge, mo hedge, like a little hedge. mo hedge, a mo yes, a mo hedge. It's a new thing. See, that's how we stay fresh, Laura. We bounce these ideas off each other. Yeah, we just yeah. we just talk silliness for an hour until something good comes up. That's awesome. <laughs> that's much. I mean, that's it's cool to have people to talk about that. Well, kind of stuff because it's such an like it's such a special interest. None of my friends are building or are makers or care for what I have to say <laughs> when it Me comes too. to that. So it's really cool to have well, that exchange. Do do you? I mean, I think a lot of us feel that um, you know that we all sort of felt like we were alone in our in our in our neighborhoods until this sort of community started to form. Do you feel you feel the same way? Like you were just this lone wolf out in Cologne? Yeah, absolutely, and. I don't know. It's been maybe like nine years or 10 years since I started developing this interest. And until the whole YouTube thing started, although I was making stuff and I, I made a lot of stuff, um, I still didn't know what the, what the real purpose of this is or where the journey is going. So it was always because I was not confident about what it is that I'm trying to do here. Um, everybody else was not confident about it. You know what I mean? So I wasn't representing what I was doing in the right way. And I didn't know where this was going. So it was super confusing. And now that it finally makes sense and everything that I did so far, even the film stuff where I always thought that was a huge waste of my time, it all makes sense now. So this is this huge relief and I can finally, like I have a name for this, you know, like content, like several names, content creation and maker and YouTuber and whatnot, community, I like to make stuff, Jimmy DeResta. That's all. It makes so much sense now. And I finally have a vocabulary that goes with my enthusiasm. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Anybody's ever said that was awesome. Yeah. It, it is. A, it is a pretty special thing that's happening as a, uh, I'm sure. Did you see Gareth's uh, make article that just, he just published tonight for make magazine.com? 
No. Uh, um, you're in it. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I have to check that out then. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just about the, the community, about this, this maker community in particular and how it sort of sticks together and, and whatnot. It was, uh, oh, cool. and I was like, personally, it was like, it was like all your names. And then mine was like tucked in there too. I was like, holy cow, I made the list, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it was, it was really, really said it very well about how everybody sort of has each other's back. And, and, it, and it's nice because, I mean, not just for the past nine or 10 years, like you, that I've been, sort of sending my endeavors this way, but my whole life I've always felt like, mm-hmm. you know, the odd man out and, uh, and the, yeah. you know, the, the kid in the corner. And, uh, and it's been really, as I know, most of us have, and it's, it is really fantastic. So now my next question is, is how do we get you to Boston on December 3rd? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do we have I would to, love to come to fire, fire bill to, to give you his job. <laughs> hey, Oh, Let's, we should just do it just in case. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I I swear, Laura, if I can get you to Boston, I will quit my job. So you can um, yeah, it's it's not very likely, but that's okay. We're not, we're not forcing you. I would love. To, I mean. Let's see how it goes. I'm having this TV thing coming well, up, and I'm not even know how long we are shooting. Can you please talk about that? Because I wanted to mention that at the beginning, and I and I love it. You just you just want me to say it again. That's <laughs> 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 a forty-five thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't okay. know how much I wanted you to say that until you said it. And now I realize, <laughs> yes, yes, I did want Laura to say that. So, yeah, we will start shooting next week. And tomorrow is a big day because we're going to um, get some makeup from me <laughs> for the show. So it's the first time in my 33 years that I am buying makeup. For, for, oh, well, we'll see. Um yeah, we started shooting next week and there will be two teams of kids and they each have to build uh, different things. There will be five episodes, I think. And I'm like the uh, host, maker, specialist kind of thing who helps them out uh, to find the material. I mean, obviously this is scripted and I have to come up with the stuff that we're building beforehand because it's TV. But it sounds kind of interesting. I mean, we're going to a huge junkyard and we're shooting in my shop, which is awesome. And uh, the kids are cool. I think I think it's gonna be a nice nice production, hopefully. So this- if I find if I find the right makeup, I'm not sure. It all depends <laughs> on that, I guess. <laughs> so it's it's filming. It's on German public television, mm-hmm. which is not like public television in America. It's a little more revered yeah. than what we think of as public television. Mm-hmm. And um, you're you're like, so it's like a quote reality show with you hosting and and scripting it. Yeah. Um, do you know when it's going to air yet? No, no idea. Um, I only know we're shooting twelve days, I think, and it's going to be four or five episodes. That's that's fantastic. I'm I'm super excited for you, and I think that you'll kind of going back to my my rant at the beginning of the podcast. I think you're going to be awesome in that role, and I'm I'm super excited for you to to do that. So best yeah. Of luck. I don't know. I'm, it's extremely weird, but ever since I found my, my spot, like, like I said before in this community and that it's like, there are other people doing that. I'm so like, I'm not, I'm not afraid of anything. Like I'm, if it's, if it doesn't work out, you know, it doesn't work out. It's still me who failed. It's not a, it's not that I put up a persona and this uh, character act didn't work out. And now it's super embarrassing because everybody saw that I can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. So like I, I got nothing to lose and everything to gain. So that's the perspective that I have uh, or that I, that, that I had the last uh, couple of months. And that's so refreshing and that keeps me fresh as well. Mm. Yeah. I love the line that you said before about, um, God damn it. No, what you said was that you finally have a vocabulary for your enthusiasm. And I think that's so true for all of us who do that. Is that, you know, we've forever sort of been looking for this identity before the word, the moniker maker Mm -hmm. existed. We were all like these tinkerers and handy and, you know, yeah. if it's a woodwork and you cross genres, you were something that you weren't really sure what you were. Yeah. And finally, to have this vocabulary is so stabilizing and so comforting. Oh, absolutely. Yes. 
And then on top of that, to have the community and like the four of us here are talking right now, mm-hmm. which like, thank God it's 2016. Otherwise, I don't know. I guess I would have never met any of you and I wouldn't know anything. Yeah. So it's just yeah. an amazing, amazing time. Yeah. yeah. We have this pretty cool uh, ch- children's book, or at least I had it when I was a kid. And it's about um, a group of mice and the, all the mice are working super hard in summer to harvest the corn and build the little shelters and whatnot do you know that book and there's one ma- mouse that doesn't work uh i think Phil. i know it's similar <laughs> it's similar sort of the grasshopper i think but okay yeah, yeah maybe to the grasshopper but no mice okay well yeah, yeah it's mice in germany so this one mi- mouse doesn't work at all and everybody hates him and then winter comes and they prepared everything for him. The food is there, the shelter's there, and he starts to tell, you know, stories from sunshine and what he experienced in the summer and warms up the whole place. Is that the same story then? Oh no, this one no, was way beautiful. worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, it, like it's it's really beautiful because as soon yeah. as it gets dark, like he tells like the stories that he tells become those uh, sunbeams and everybody gets warm and everybody is entertained by his uh, by all the stuff mm. that he picked up while he was not working on the field. So I kind of feel like that mouse a little bit and this community, like it all makes sense. You don't have to be like, you know, I, I have to explain why I'm not working in this office with you right now. You don't have to explain that anymore because there are other people doing the same thing. And it's like, yeah, look at him. I'm, I'm doing what he's doing. Yeah, exactly <laughs> so right. It's really cool. I've always believed that the arts are worth more or than or not more but they're as essential to life as food and water oh yeah and you know when we talk about like you know me as an environmentalist like wanting to save the earth like you know or save society what what are you saving if you're not saving art Mm -hmm. what else is there is there anything else worth saving Mm -hmm. you know and chocolate but then as soon as that's it's an art (laughs) <laughs> good chocolates and art but you know and, and people are so quick to as soon as like oh money's getting tough or whatever they start you know the first thing to cut is the arts you know it's like oh got cut the arts out of the budget what do you what do you now you're just surviving you're not living you know that's a that's a beautiful story yeah absolutely yeah. i would cut jim <laughs> <laughs> it's just me oh, i was gonna say algebra but <laughs> well, that one's pretty important yeah. All right, let's. Um, we're running a little, a little quick on time here. Let's, um, let's start getting into what we're watching. Uh, Tim, why don't you go first? Who are you watching? Okay, who am I watching? I wanted to mention a channel that you just mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, Phil. It is. Does it uh, start with a T? No. I won't say No. Well, oh, first off, I wanted to mention uh, Waylight Creations uh, is a channel on YouTube, and they just started a kind of relatively new series where there is like ask a maker and they asked me to be on one i think it just launched this week that i'm on it oh, and cool. making a fool out of myself trying to answer they just had like so, three questions they went around like matt haas and a couple of us were were in there so that's that's on waylight creations channel yes phil go ahead and interrupt me <laughs> i mean bill i don't do no, that i was gonna say um uh is that the same one that eloy was doesn't he do uh interviews with makers too like yeah those guys uh eloy he was wasn't, on he wasn't in the one eloy that I was on it. but yeah he yeah. was on it a couple weeks yeah. ago yeah. So okay. uh, check that out. And then uh, the, the channel I wanted to plug is one that Phil mentioned a few weeks ago is DIY Creators. And um, I, I love this guy's channel. But what he just did, his most recent video, and the link is in our, our show notes, um, it, it's it's so simple yet so complicated. He made a, a an all-in-one table. He basically made a – he made a. I mean, it's really like anybody can do this. And if you have the hand tools, you can set this up. He made a box that you can flip your – skill saw and put it upside down and make it a table saw or you can put your your jigsaw in there upside down and make it a, a saw. Down, yeah. or you can put you know uh anything i mean it's like he's got a router in there he's got dust collection for uh downdraft um he's got a vacuum hooked up to it. it's just this like kind of one of those like why didn't i think of that it's this perfect like apartment size shop um you could just you can put it on top of your kitchen table and you can make like real stuff with real tools on this thing and you can put them all back in the box and put it underneath your kitchen table and have dinner it's uh, it's a really neat thing for people that have limited space. I mean, some of us, like Laura and I, we have these like <laughs> like huge amounts of space and a lot of crap. <laughs> but you don't have to have all of that to do this. And uh, and this DIY creators video is the perfect example of how you can build a small, like practical shop that you're you're not going to get kicked out of your house for having. You know, your wife's not going to leave you if you build this and uh, and start making stuff on your driveway. So check that out, guys. That guy's really young too. He's like twelve, isn't he? Uh, Thirteen and a half. Uh, he looks very young to me. 
He is uh, he's really 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 innovative. I yes. love the video that he did with the crosscut sled, not the mm, sled, yeah. but the crosscut jig. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, guy basically that takes- and yeah, it's just it's so simple yet so brilliant. Kind of like the razor blades that Laura just pulled the housing off of and and made perfect cutters with. You know, and they're re- reusable or replaceable if they get dull. It's you know, it's just like one of those like simple genius things. And, and I, love I just that. oh my gosh. When you guys fire me, I don't care now because I already know the new podcast name is going to be me and Laura, and it's called Simple Yet Genius. I'll be simple. Laura could be genius. I'm all in. Let's do it. Yes. Daily. Okay. Uh, one of us will be here for my lawyers. But, well. It's you, Bill. <laughs> okay. Who's next? Is it me? No. Uh, Bill, what? what's that? Should I go? Go ahead. Cool. Sure. Yes. So, um, yeah, I saw the new Cactus Workshop video today, which is awesome. Um, there's not... I mean, did you see the video? The This crazy mallet that he built? I saw yeah, it's ridiculously over-engineered. It doesn't... It, it doesn't... It's. It doesn't make any sense, but it makes so much sense the way he does it. It's, it's really fascinating. <laughs> and there's a channel that I want to plug. Um, do you guys know the Woodbrew crew? Uh, Molly and Dylan, I think it is. They were, yeah, yeah. I was just saw them on my feed today, and I watched yes. a couple of their videos. Yeah, really we good. met them yeah. in New York, and they are so nice, and they're putting in so much hard work. They really deserve a lot more subscribers. They will, they will get there, I'm sure. I just wanted to plug the channel Woodbrew. Cool, sweet, awesome, Bill. Oh, me. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Well, first of all, uh, we should do a couple shout-outs because did you know that um, – We should. Uh, God, God, Tim, you've met him. You've been in the shop. Laura, you spent some time. Jimmy uh, – somebody? Oh, anyway. Don't know him. Jimmy DeResta hit over 800,000 um, subscribers. Congratulations, Jimmy. That's – Wow. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. And then, and then he showed off <laughs> – just never gets old. I love that. Um uh, he showed off all of his vices. He did a video and um, just uh, God, who doesn't love Jimmy? I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy. Anyway. Okay. So, and then um, real quick to uh, Blue Bear Designs, Andrew, he sent, um, or he asked us for some stickers. So I sent him some of mine and some reclaimed audio. And he just sent me some of his stickers too. And you guys don't get none. I get it. Blue Bear Designs. Check him out. He's just starting his YouTube channel. We love him. And then, um, 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 Frank Schneider, feel better, buddy. That's all I got to say. Just, just feel better. And He's Sterling, okay. Sterling Davis and too. St- and Sterling Davis, feel better. And I know Sterling listens, and you know Sterling, I would give you two hugs and a kiss if I was there. So feel better. Feel better that he's not there. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe? Can you believe? Hold on, hold on. It's a tacky joke. Can you believe I had the gall to say something like that? <laughs> See, he had his gallbladder removed. Get it? Yeah, I no, I got gall. that. Yeah. Okay, never mind. All right, and then um, April Wilkerson, Yee-hoo! and I know Laura, you got a yes. chance to meet her. Um, I, you know, I remember when April first started too, and I'm a huge fan. And like you said, Laura, it seems like lately there's it's hard to watch all the videos and, and to keep up with stuff. And so I, I, I was like, oh man, you know, there's April again. Da da da. So I'm gonna check her out. I went and looked, and she built this. I did last time she was making like a a. a a kitchen, a bathroom sink. The last time I looked, and now she's got like plasma cutter, yeah. a welder. She made this fire pit for all her scrap wood. How flipping cool was that? Yeah. Oh man, I got like a thousand ideas just off of that video. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh. She is really like I consider her a real life friend. Um, we talk, I don't know, once a week probably. We do a hangout, and she's just she's awesome. I love her. She's- yeah. I've I've been such a huge fan for such a long time, and she's amazing. And I just there's you can't say enough yeah. good about April. So um, so what am I watching? You ask. Oh, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I got a little carried away. Um, KRT Wood, check out his channel. His name is Kevin, and he's been around for a while. He's not a tiny channel. He's um, thirty some odd thousand, I believe, forty thousand maybe. Um, this guy's a woodworker and an artist. I think if I remember his story right, he started off building jewelry boxes and that was kind of his business. And he just got into this, his, how do you even go? I mean, the, his, the designs he does, the curvature of these projects, everything is so amazing. Um, he makes jigs, he makes benches and dressers and decorations. He's, the guy's an artist. He really is. 
a video of note to check, and I'll, we'll, the link to his YouTube channel will be in the show notes. But check out the Liana coffee table. This is one of the simplest builds. I mean, it's butt joints. It's literally, I think, butt joints and pocket screws. But when you see this thing, it'll blow your mind. It is not a simple build. The, the creativity and it's just, it's a piece of art. So check out KRT Wood. Uh, I've been a big fan of his for quite some time. And uh, I might be done. What are you watching, Phil? Oh, wow. Okay, great. Um, you know, we've been doing this is our 51st episode, and I have to be honest with you, I don't 100% remember all the ones that I've given in the past, so I may have done this one before, but I'm such a big fan of this guy, he's so cool, um, it's the Homestead... Oh, stop it, I'm, I'm your pod mate, you don't have to go there, Phil, it's okay. Oh, I'm okay, just in that case, I don't, I'll I don't... change it to this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, his name is, well, I don't know his real name, but it's, it's the Homestead Craftsman, and I think he's like from Tennessee. He's got like this really cool, like Matthew McConaughey kind of accent. And, um, and he works a lot with reclaim. He does a lot of stuff with barn wood and he makes his bread and butter is making these big, uh, farmhouse style, uh, I guess, dining room tables. And I've learned a lot of stuff from this guy, especially on reclaimed. And just his videos are really cool. He's done some stuff where he's, uh, he's, I don't know. It's not reclaimed, but salvage. I get some deadfall logs with his truck and then and then harvested them and bring them to the sawmill and he just has a way about him. He's just very very charming dude. You just want to watch his videos. He's really cool. <laughs> Are you sure this and isn't me? You don't really have that southern drawl, you know. It just slab. Yeah, but I really kind of look like Matthew in. McConaughey. Well, you know, it's ever since you started wearing <laughs> clothes on the podcast, it's hard to. It's really easy to tell you apart. <laughs> You know, so. <laughs> By the way, thank you for that. <laughs> and uh, t- Tim's just like, yeah, thank yeah, God. I know. I just, I just uh, thank you for restraining <laughs> orders. <That's-> yeah. <laughs> so far, they've been rather ineffective, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, by by the way, Tim, you might want to get that left front tire checked. <laughs> You're at about 29 psi. You really should be at 34. <laughs> Okay, um, let's see here. We're, we're, uh, we've done uh, that. So okay, so we'll do our little plugging thing, and um, and then we'll then we'll then we'll skedaddle. So on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Uh, Bill Lutz is on this uh, kick-ass website called WilliamLutz.com. Tim, how's your website coming along, by the way? Uh, it's it's up and running. It's switching hosts soon, but the new TimSway.net is up, and I still need to you know, say better things than the dumb things I say on it, but I can do that now with ease. Is that why you're switching hosts? Cause you don't like the way you sound on it or no, I'm switching hosts at the, that's a long story. Whatever it's, it's there. Oh, it's not like a person, like a MC. It's a, no, it's okay. No, and it's not. I wish, I wish there was a word for whenever I roll my eyes and shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> I just, hear, I feel like you'd hear it a lot. I, I wish I wish there were a sound that yeah, yeah that I know. pick up. <laughs> and Laura, where where can we find you on the interweb? Um probably everything is on my website, lauracamp.com. From there you can find all the links to the social media and YouTube. But it's the easiest to Google me because I think I set up accounts and then I forgot about them and then Laura Kampf was taken, so I had to take Laura Kampf Köln and then that's with the O with the dots. So you can spell that. So I so still don't have a that. cool yeah. YouTube URL because it, ah, just Google me, maybe. Or you, or you could just look for any major maker magazine and there'll be articles about it everywhere. So, you know, which is on the cover, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm excited for that make uh, article. That's cool. That's brilliant. Yeah, Congrats on that other article that you got a big mention into. Oh, yeah, that was so. awesome. That's cool. Yeah, congrats. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Great. So um, contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedbacks, Wait, comments. Wait, whoa, whoa, Phil. Phil, where can we find you again? I forgot. I was the first one, but I'll say it again. You can uh, just find uh, Phil Pinsky on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And thanks for the uh, – I appreciate that, bud. That was nice. Uh, the contact us for show topics, suggestions. Let me get back into my shtick here. Uh, yeah, we love hearing from you guys. So if it's a short question or any kind of a you know reference to something we did on the show, then go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. That's at Reclaimed Audio. Or if you have a more in-depth question that might be more of a show topic, uh, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. 
Or if you want us to hire Laura Kampf as Bill Lutz's personal replacement. (laughs) (laughs) We're actually doing an online poll for that. So you might want to just (laughs) – let's do that on Twitter. We'll do a a Twitter poll. So just uh, tweet us at Reclaimed Audio and uh, let us know who should be our third member. That's right. Well, let's not forget if we if we push Laura over fifty thousand subscribers, oh yeah, I will happily give up my job. So everybody <laughs> out there, seriously, let's let's get her over fifty thousand. I want to be I want to be the podcast to make that happen. Yes, well, yes. I think I'm just going to set up a whole bunch of fake accounts tonight. <laughs> no. Nice, <laughs> bearded dragon. Everything with bearded dragon is suspicious. <laughs> 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 you're so <Okay>. hired <laughs> um let's see here on itunes please leave us a review uh we've been reading them they're great they're amazing and they really help grow up the the channel for us and the, the podcast for us it's fantastic so keep doing that if you haven't le- left us a review honestly it takes about 45 seconds and we just really appreciate it uh patreon.com slash reclaimed audio Best, best, best way to help us stay on the air, to grow, to keep getting awesome guests like Laura. So please support what we're doing. We'd really appreciate it. Yes. Cool. Okay, good. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And uh, the last thing I want to say is a big, huge, ginormous thank you to Laura Kampf. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been, uh, it's we're been not amazing. Worthy. Thank you. My pleasure. It was awesome. Um, I'm happy to be back one, one of these days. Well, then we'll take advantage of that offer. I'm sure we will. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Be good.